0: Our second lesson today comes from the Gospel according to Matthew. I'm reading from chapter 13, just some short verses beginning at verse 31. Listen for God's Word. Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field it's the smallest of all the seeds but when it has grown it's the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nest in its branches. He told them another parable the kingdom of heaven is like a yeast that is that a woman took and mixed with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Friends this is the word of the Lord. This week, Ginger and I went to the movies, and we went to see Captain Phillips. Maybe you know about this movie. It stars Tom Hanks. He's the, playing the role of the captain of the Maersk, Alabama. In April 2009, that ship, the Maersk, Alabama, left Salala Oman for Mombasa, Kenya. But en route, Somali pirates attacked the ship. So the movie Captain Phillips depicts the pirates racing in their little skiff up to this massive ship 240 miles from any coastline. The movie depicts them climbing aboard and forcing a takeover. The movie depicts the next four days of tension and controversy and uncertainty and fear before the Navy SEALs finally killed three pirates and took another prisoner and then rescued Captain Phillips. Tom Hanks offers another great performance in a remarkable and intense and compelling story. That story in that movie includes glimpses of the kingdom of heaven. It does. The ship was carrying thousands of tons of supplies for relief, for hunger, for water to Mombasa, Kenya. That story shows amazing bravery and the strength of the human spirit among Captain Phillips. Among the Somali pirates even. And among the U.S. Navy SEALs. But so much of that story and so much of life remind us that we remain far from the kingdom of heaven. What God intends for us. What God intends for the world. We remain far from the kingdom of heaven. Clearly piracy in the shipping lanes off East Africa evolves evolves out of the desperation of too much poverty in Somalia. Clearly, violence and crazy skirmishes way out in the ocean, in the high seas emerge because life is too often hopeless for too many in the world. We know the kingdom of heaven is a long way away. We had another reminder of that this week as we read the news reports out of Washington and all the political partisanship there. We know about it in the upcoming election in our commonwealth. We know about it in the perils of our city. We're a long way from the kingdom. We pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. But we're a long way from it, in our personal lives even. Many of us are dealing with new challenges and recent crises that remind us we're a long way from that realm of light and hope and peace and possibility that God intends This is where we find ourselves, a long way from the kingdom of heaven. But as people of faith, as people who follow Jesus, who claim the kingdom of heaven coming, we seek to keep moving our lives, indeed, moving all of life toward the kingdom of heaven. Indeed, in his teaching, in his living, Jesus kept talking about the kingdom, seeking to inspire people so that their lives... And all of life, energy, devotion, all of life would help bring about the kingdom of heaven. The K-O-H, as I'm calling it in my sermon title. Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. It is the smallest of the seeds, but when it grows and when it gets big, it is so big that the birds of the air can make a nest in it. And the kingdom of heaven is like yeast, again, so tiny but magnificent in effect, transforming in powerful ways. So here's the deal. Our calling as God's people is to be a blessing. God has blessed us. We're called to be a blessing. We are to be a blessing to the world, for the kingdom of heaven, the K-O-H to R-V-A. Our calling is to follow Jesus To be about the things of the kingdom of heaven. We live in a world of poverty and pain. We live in a world of crime and uncertainty. We live in a world of corruption and conspiracy even. Of disappointment and despair sometimes. But our life is not focused on that. Our life is focused on the kingdom of heaven. The prophet Isaiah that Anne read just a minute ago paints a beautiful picture of the kingdom of heaven. Chapter 35 is nothing but a picture of the kingdom of heaven. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall blossom. The fearful shall not be afraid anymore. The weak are made strong. God will come and save. The eyes of the blind, they will be opened. The burning sand shall become a pool Everlasting joy will cover all. Sorrow and sighing will be no more. It will flee away, it says. And so our lives, my life, your life, our church's life, all of faithful life is to be aligned so that we actually promote that promised reign, that coming kingdom. Our lives are to be so aligned that our lives to facilitate the coming of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Jesus' image of the mustard seed attempts to convey the truth. Just because it's small doesn't mean it will always be small. Just because it appears minuscule, you can barely hold it in your fingers, doesn't mean that the message is minuscule. Indeed, Jesus' little teeny ministry is so gloriously vindicated by God, so also all of our efforts following Jesus for the kingdom of heaven will bring life and hope and possibility and, and peace to the world. That's the promise. And Jesus' image of the leaven reminds us Just how transformative our work for God's kingdom of heaven can be while the gospel may seem so small in the complexities of our culture. While we are feeling sometimes like we're swimming against a torrential current moving against us like leaven and with God's spirit at work in and through our efforts God brings about the kingdom of heaven. What a promise. You know about leaven. You know about yeast. A little dash of it. Leaven or yeast is what makes bread rise. You know this. Do you know how it actually works? Do you know how it works? Leaven lightens dough. Yeast makes bread rise by filling the dough, the bread, with thousands of tiny pockets of carbon dioxide. That's how it works. You remember what carbon dioxide is, right? It is breath. Breath. And there are numerous references to breath in Scripture, like God breathing breath into human beings, life into human beings. We are kingdom people as we receive the breath of God. We are kingdom people. As we keep letting God's breath fill our lives and then we become agents of God's breath. Life in the world. Like leaven, like yeast. It is indeed small. But how does Jesus measure up to the great philosophies and ideologies of history? Does kingdom of heaven work seem minuscule? How can Jesus compare with the philosophies of Platonism or Marxism or some of the other great ones through history? And yet, and yet, experience and history teach us that over the long haul, it is precisely the story of Jesus, the kingdom of heaven work, that moves men and women, that delivers meaning and purpose to life, That empowers people to love and serve and promote justice and peace. It's Jesus. And kingdom of heaven work that keep sending us out into these streets. Down to City Hall. Maybe to the General Assembly Building to speak on Jesus' behalf. It is kingdom work and Jesus that keeps moving us into partnerships near and far. It is Jesus. And the kingdom of heaven work that keeps challenging us to make the world better, more hopeful, more wholesome. This sermon title, K-O-H to R-V-A, is borrowed from my friend at First Baptist Church, Jim Somerville. Jim has been focusing his church on bringing the K-O-H, kingdom of heaven, to R-V-A. So Jim asked me to share with his church. And in his blog, what we at Second Presbyterian are doing to bring, to bring, what we're doing to bring the KOH to RVA. Here's what we're doing. We're gathering each week here for worship in this space and in our chapel to open our hearts to God. We're grounding our lives in praise and in prayer, in scripture and in sermon, in commitment and in communion. So we can live as God's faithful people in this city, in this time. Worship reminds us that we belong and gathers us in and fills us with God's forgiveness and God's love. So we can go out and serve on these streets and across the world. Worship gives us a rhythm to our life that is beyond worry and work. Worship gives us a depth to our thinking and our living that draws us from our selfishness into God's purposes in service. In our competitive and in our complex world, worship wants us to remind us that life is bigger and the purposes of our lives are bigger too. We belong to God. So we worship. We also, in this congregation, are seeking to be a community on 5th and Main, a community of belonging. There was an article published recently about Facebook. Here is the essence of the article. The more someone uses Facebook, the less happy he or she is. How can that be? Everybody on Facebook looks happy all the time. All of our close friends on Facebook pages are brimming with pictures of happy occasions, wonderful vacations, fun outings, recent meals that we fixed and shared, exciting news that is to be enjoyed. There doesn't seem to be any unhappiness anywhere in these perfectly manipulated digital versions of our lives. That's the problem. That's what it is perfectly manipulated digital versions of our lives. My life, your life, our life. And the study shows that those who are more and more on Facebook feel more and more envious of others' lives and more and more dissatisfied with their own lives. What we all need is more authentic connections. What we need are not artificial connections, Connections, but authentic ones. What we need are not uh, superficial conversations, but honest conversations about the joys and the struggles of life. The high points and the losses that come to all of us. So what we seek to be about in this congregation are authentic connections that remind us we're all on the journey together. We come from all parts of RVA, as this map shows in the hallway, to this downtown location to be engaged with God and engaged with one another, affirming that we do not journey alone. We strive to support one another and care for each other. We seek to encourage each other in the ways of discipleship. We read the Bible together. We pray and open our heartfelt concerns to one another, sharing faith and fellowship, joys and burdens so that we can live as Jesus' disciples in this city, in this day and time, toward the KOH, the kingdom of heaven. And then we in this congregation know that our life here is not for ourselves. We do not exist for ourselves. We seek and exist to serve God. So we don't just come here and meet one another. We seek to sacrifice and serve together. We don't just come here and sing and pray and look each other in the eye and enjoy an authentic conversations and connections. We put our shoulders together and we push and work For the kingdom of heaven to emerge in this city, in this time. We combine our efforts, pushing together in God's spirit that God's kingdom of heaven will come. We give our money. We give our time. We give our energy. We feed 200 or so people every Monday with a hot lunch. That happens because of commitment and care of many people. We host Alcoholics Anonymous every Monday too. We invest in a child care center established decades ago, but we keep investing and setting aside precious space and precious resources so children can have a place to prosper in this building, in this downtown. We support programs for inmates, and their families through a ministry that started in this church and still lives in this church building, assisting families of inmates. We house the homeless in Richmond through support of the Caritas program. We tutor children at Chimborazo School, 40 people giving their lives every week for math and reading skills to needy children. We support VA LEAP, which Carol talked about today, helping traumatized police officers in our violent culture. That ministry stretches across the whole Commonwealth. All of this takes money, energy, commitment from our church. We provide significant support for those uh, with medical needs and addictions through crossover ministry and the Healing Place Partners in Richmond. We provide significant support to mission co-workers in Guatemala, in Lesotho, in Haiti. The names of those mission co-workers are on the back of our bulletin. Their work is our work. We're in this together. And we partner with the larger church, near and far, for evangelism, for justice, for emergency response to crises across the nation and around the world, and many other things, all of it seeking to embody God's light, the kingdom of heaven to the city and to the world. You can read about all of this on our website. You can read about it in our annual report. You can find information in other places. Let me tell you what else we are doing as a congregation. We are acting as leaven and mustard seeds and breath for the kingdom of God as we each, each, you, me, We each go out and live faithfully in this city and in our lives. You, your life, your energy, your care, that is all a part of bringing the KOH to RVA. The kindness that emanates from your home, the love you share on the roads of Richmond, in offices, in classrooms in business meetings, in aisles and hallways, in whatever building you find yourself, as you go to work, to the gym, to the store, to other places, this is all working for the kingdom of God in this place. Your presence can be God's presence. Your faith can embody God's light. Your love can, can be the engine of change in this city toward the kingdom of heaven in the world. Friends, Jesus says we need not be ashamed of the smallness of the gospel or of Jesus and his story. Like seeds, our work here is alive with God's spirit. Like leaven. We breathe life and hope into this city. Jesus' spirit and Jesus' call are alive in this church. And in our efforts at serving God individually and together across this city and in the world. Indeed, trees are growing and bringing shelter. Like the mustard shrub. And trees are growing and bringing compassion and care Trees are growing and feeding hungry people and helping people with all kinds of traumatic memories and issues going on in their lives. Trees are growing in this community and transforming life. Indeed, loaves of food are being shared And loaves of mercy are being conveyed within these walls and from these walls into the city to give breath and life. And we keep doing God's kingdom work, even against the tides of discouragement that can cover us, even against the current, because God's promises prevail. Thy kingdom comes. The point? The promises of the parables of the mustard seed and the leaven are not that the whole world gets converted but that the little gospel has big effects. Big effects. That means our work together can have big effects. That means our church in this city can have big effects. So in faith and in hope and in the power of God's spirit, you have a significant part in this ministry to bring the KOH to RVA. Let's keep working at it. Let's keep sacrificing. Let's keep serving toward the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. We believe, O oh God, help our unbelief and move us, move us by your spirit to deeper commitment, increased love, and faithful work following Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.